baby, I love you. Um, sorry, oh, you were saying. Up, um, I was listening to Madonna, and I cannot believe, like, how many songs I remember, like, from her early 90s, like, True Blue, Borderline, that are just, like, so fucking fun. Oh, man. In the middle of Walmart dancing. <laughs> 80s like and 90s Madonna knew what's up. Early 90s. Yeah. But, like, yeah. 80s Madonna, oh, my God, yeah, Borderline is especially a good one. Yeah, I mean, I like Bedtime Story, but, like, pre-Bedtime Story. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where'd Open just... Your Heart fall in there? Open Your Heart's a good one. That's the song! That's the song I was dancing to! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, that one's actually on, like, my top ten most played songs on Spotify. It oh, actually is, surprised. I'm not kidding. It's a fucking, like, banger. Before people use that word to describe amazing songs. Like, yeah. I can't even... What, what did they call it the back day? then? Like... A ditty? No, I don't know what they call it. A cool jam, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but less hetero. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, more hetero, if anything. Oh, true. Oh, sorry. Yeah, more hetero. Yeah. Yeah, because by then, uh, at that time, one, unfortunately, it was not cool to be gay. Two, no. the games, the gays didn't claim things. True. They're Yet. not. They're not the pop culture pioneers that they are today. <laughs> yeah. And so it was not. And do you know what I like, though? It was cool to love Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it not cool to love Madonna now? She's she's uh... a little more... Um, I, w- I don't know if the word is... like not The word's not controversial, but she's um, more up her own butt, kind of, and you notice mm. it. Yeah. It's not that it's not cool to love Madonna. It's that it was cool to love Madonna, even if you were a dude. Yeah. Right. That's, like, living through a time like that made me so fucking sad for like how i grew up and it wasn't Mm. it wasn't that long ago i'm not i'm old but i'm not that old like i'm older you're 37 yeah no 37 yeah 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 that's not old no 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 old is like 115 that's yeah and i'll (laughs) that's that's middle aged that's like one foot in the grave (laughs) one foot two feet yeah that's just like waiting anyway 115 yeah you're you're already laying there yeah yeah you're just (laughs) just waiting for somebody to pile on the dirt wait josh where are you wait what where are we i don't see you oh i am still here oh like i i can hear your voice but like i can't see you maybe if i just minimize my camera is still on that's so weird it's just like your chair frozen pointing to the right and you're like you're not in it um yeah. oh weird that's okay i can um, i can here i'll turn my camera off and then back on and hopefully that'll oh, okay. fix it it fixed it okay well there, there we go <laughs> oh <laughs> Just shit unplug it and plug it back in yeah Dude, i thought the whole time that josh was like tinkering it around with yeah, his blinds. I thought so too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no no okay so it's okay now it's not too washed out no, yeah, I, I feel like I'm. Actually, I mean, you're pretty blown out. Yeah, like, right. Fuck. I'm trying to think. What if I just not watch the recording? Is that better? Uh, oh yeah, like sometimes I like minimize it if it the saturation oh, I is. Oh, see what you mean, girl. You need a ring light. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, I have the. I have this like. But it's just way too oh, bright. Uh, yeah, that's it's too just much. the fact it's the fact that like 
my entire desk is windows and my yeah. curtain doesn't go all the way across because I have too many plants. Oh. <laughs> that's a good problem to have though. Yeah. yeah. He, he's so, a like, plant daddy. I could just turn this off, but then that's too dark. No, that's not bad. No, that yeah, it's okay. I think it's actually that's a little good. better. You're, you're a little less saturated. Okay, cool. Yeah. A little less. I yeah. mean, everything in your room is blue. Right. So I think that might be like, I think the UV is on the blue side of the warm. No, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Blue, blue is the warmest color. Mm-hmm. That's oh, right. I can turn it to yellow. This Is that better? Actually, you're less white. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, because the, the light, this like lamp has like a few different tones. Oh, how fun. Okay. How, how fun. Is that the reason why your room is colored at night? What? Colors, colors. Your room is colors, not colored. Oh my God. Colors. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I have light. I have like lights to turn on colors. Yeah. Okay. I almost painted my nails black today. I'm really glad that I didn't. I saw that. I was like kind of jealous. I was like, man, yeah, I should I start like, painting my nails. <laughs> someone would have been like oh did they call each other before this <laughs> we definitely definitely did. it's your it's the agatha vibes you need like yeah. gothic nail polish oh yeah we need like salem salem witch trial oh, and i even got my like purple hat on too we're all set. Oh, it does not look nice. purple though it looks oh. it looks gray well, mm-hmm. but i i now that you say that i can see it yeah, it's like, like a, a lilac like a white yeah yeah oh, yeah nice see that. okay all right cool. All right, main host, executive producer Jolie. <laughs> you gotta stop saying that. It makes me blush. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I guess we will start. I guess yeah. we'll start. Yeah. Uh, I never know how to do it. I'm always tongue-tied. And then I always say something like, hello and welcome to yet another. If you've been listening to us, just say nothing for six minutes. Hello and welcome to another <laughs> episode of the Full Volume Podcast, brought to you by the Comic Book Syndicate. We are a One Division after show. I am your host, G.I. Jolie, and always, I am accompanied by... Jo- you're we're like co-hosts. We're co-hosts. Yeah. You're the executive producer, but we're co-hosts. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want them to know your name? Oh. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? I'm Harvey Brent. <laughs> And we are joined by um, a special guest who, do you know what's really funny? We had Mike turn off of his camera so that it was like a surprise. But we've just been sitting here talking to Josh the whole time. Yeah. So you can just You don't go get the ahead. big reveal like Mike yeah. did. I, I'm Joshua Murville. Um, yeah. Well, it's weird not saying, and today we're going to be talking about Spidey comics. Yeah. After saying Joshua Murville. <laughs> yeah. And today, yeah. Oh, that's weird. It, it, yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's like an echo. It, it's stamped on my brain now because I yeah, expected. Yeah, it's, it's you like to muscle memory. It. It, it, I just want to say, today we're going to be talking about Spidey comics from July of 1985. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josh is uh, the co-host of Here Comes the Spider Cast, also on the Comic Book Syndicate network of podcasts. Um, you can hear your show when. Uh, we drop them on Mondays. Um, okay, you can cool. Listen to them wherever you can find podcasts. They're there. Yeah. What are we Perfect. again, Jolie? We're Sunday, right? We're the Desperate uh, Housewives time slot. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's my frame of reference. Every Sunday you sit down. Yeah, every Sunday. Um, I, I like to make sure it publishes early. That way we get you just as you're waking up from your hangover. Hmm. We're all drinking during this pandemic, I'm sure. So, yeah. I mean, some of us more than others, I don't want to judge. I'll judge silently. But anyway, I mean, just in case you wanted to wake up from a hangover and listen to us talk, one, about Madonna, but two, about the crazy-ass shit that's happening on WandaVision. You already got us an explicit mark there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you know what? I've resigned myself to... I've resigned myself. I'm like, no, yeah. we're explicit. doesn't matter. Who cares? I. It's F this, F that, F your mom, F your cat. Like, nope. it... it that's what's gonna happen here and uh ain't no one gonna do a thing to stop us no no we run this show so yeah i mean we have a lot to break down this week this was again one of the the longer episodes of wandavision um Mm -hmm. but jolie did you want to you want to take us right off the bat off the top and and let us know what we're dealing with here Yes. Okay. So in this week's episode, I think what we usually, yeah, what we usually do is we tell you where the parodies and references are. Just give you the very smallest hint of what happens in the episode and then we just talk. So today's references, we are now sort of caught up in normal TV-ish land. Um, The early 2000s, mid 2000s. I'd say um, mid. Yeah. Yeah. Mid. Uh, where we have situational comedies and, um, where people speak to the camera or as the title of the episode suggests, the characters break the fourth wall. So we have references to Curb Your Enthusiasm, Modern Family, Arrested Development, and most importantly, <laughs> The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did, um, I mean, Parks and Rec came after, and I think that was the same style, the interview style. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's that's what we have. And um, the plot continues from the last episode. Oh my God, what happened? The Halloween episode, my goodness. Sorry, I'm, I watched that episode like three times. An unforgettable, I, iconic episode. <laughs> and then again a fourth time because I had a feeling they were going to do away with one of my favorite characters. And they... They're hinting at that mm. they might, but anyway. Mm-hmm. There's so, there's a hint there, possibly, but maybe not. I could see it going either way, but sorry. Right? I'm, wait, are, are you talking about... We're are talking we about going full spoilers? Oh, oh, full Oh, this is a full spoiler. Okay, okay, yeah. okay I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going full uh, spoiler, so again, this is the part where you turn this shit off. Go away yeah. if you don't want to hear about it, but again... So you're talking about why Quicksilver. You... Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So he was still there. Did you guys watch the after credits? There so is a post credit should... scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think I think maybe what Joe Lee is is hinting at, and we'll we'll get to it later more in depth, is because of the reasons he is there that maybe right. he's not long for the MCU. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. But possibly he is because the more comic knowledge that I read. I'm like, oh, maybe he's this person. Maybe he's this person. Are they really going to... Maybe he's this person and maybe they'll bring that storyline in. But it seems incredible because somebody keeps telling... I can't remember who it was I was talking to, but they're like, is this them bringing the Fantastic Four into this? And I'm like, oh, if they use that Fantastic Four storyline, one, I haven't read it. I apologize to everybody who's cringing about, you know, who listens or reads comic books more than the three of us. Um, 
but it would be insane and trippy if they even approach that but anyway uh, plot summary yeah um, <laughs> sorry <laughs> tangents this is how it goes around here so we need a tangent stinger every time we go off on a tangent we press like a tangent button and it's like Oh, well, I have a dance hall horn somewhere here. I was going to say, Jolie, whip out that air horn. (laughs) Wait, let me get it. Um, If I I open this phone, I will get so distracted. I see that there are like 50 messages and I've been away from my house for like two hours. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe not. Okay. Tangent. So, uh, (laughs) pardon? Like, tangent. (laughs) Oh. They get better. They get less. Like I haven't been drinking, so they sh- they I should be <laughs> more good. focused today, less or less focused, depending on how yeah um, how deep you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it, I've only had a diet coke, which is probably worse than like gin. But anyway, okay. The sorry, I just <laughs> my coffee cup smells like chocolate. Plot. Okay. What? Plot. Plot. Plot, yeah. plot, plot. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to summarize this? Clearly it's not going well. <laughs> so, Wanda wakes up in bed. Mm-hmm. Take it from there, Jolie. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so it's it's the 2000s-ish in the Vision, the WandaVision house. Um, and Wanda is, is she's being strange. Uh, she th- th- this this episode is more about everything else that's happening around her and more uh, the only thing that they really um, kind of give to us uh, from a, like Wanda's perspective is that she doesn't want vision around um, more and more from the past episodes they have been showing us that vision is privy to what's happening to him mm-hmm. but he is just playing along to keep Wanda happy because He's got kids and she's his wife. Um, but now she, like, now she, I think she knows for sure uh, that she's being deceived by her husband and she just doesn't want to think about it. She knows that all these things are happening um, and that Vision knows and that she just doesn't want to address it. She just wants, she is just resigning herself to being part of her own TV land. So that's where they kind of leave her character for us. What they do do is they explore, they kind of go, out and explore and use the mechanics of the interview style comedy to give us um, a glimpse of what's happening with the sword encampment which has now been uh, swallowed by the widened uh, expanded hex and so we see Vision and Darcy uh, they're part of a carnival, <laughs> yeah. and they're trying to get back into town. Uh, a couple questions come up um, when they talk. One, this is hilarious. The the interactions between those two was my favorite part of the show, but it shows like their their main plot. What drives their plot is that they uh, Vision finds Darcy. He snaps her back into reality, and they try to get back into town. Like they try to drive back towards town and a series of blockades prevents them from doing it. Yeah, I thought, I mean, without cutting you off, because I know it's important we get through the plot here, but I thought mm-hmm. that was Wanda's doing. But after watching the episode, I'm not sure that was Wanda's doing, those blockades. 
Right. But sorry, proceed. Yeah. Okay, so um, the boys, uh, Wanda, what happens to, oh my god, I just watched, rewatched the episode a second time. I, don't <laughs> I just remember. watched it this morning too, yeah. Right? What, what, uh, Wanda goes away for some reason, or Agatha takes the boys. Agatha, Agatha takes the boys, yeah, yeah, because she wants to have like a, like a, some alone time. Oh, oh what? so Agatha, or Wanda Agatha, wants alone time. Yeah, Ag- well, Wanda wants some alone time, so Agatha comes over and offers to take the boys with her. Right. Um, and, uh, during this time things are kind of hap- like weird things are happening in the house and like objects are changing and also Wiccan is also kind of uh, kind of getting an overload because he's starting to uh, get his powers which is like reading minds and magic like his mom so yeah mm-hmm. um, there's a glitch in the matrix there's a lot right. of stuff that's <laughs> glitching in and out yeah, yeah. And during the glitch in the matrix to the matrix two really interesting things happen one wanda pours milk from a carton excuse me i just i feel my lips sticking together while i talk okay um (laughs) wanda wars milk she pours milk from a carton that looks like it has a picture of a boy who looks like either billy or tommy on it i don't know if that's yeah a missing boy i don't know if that's part of the plot or if they're trying to hint at something or if they're trying to bait Mm. us i think they're just trying to that could be foreshadowing yeah. That could be a good. The thing that actually, like, I took away from the mo- from the most is that she originally pours almond milk and then it turns into a glass bottle of of dairy milk. I felt attacked because I drink dairy milk still, <laughs> so that just made me realize how out of touch I am with current society. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> how dare you? I know it is kind of gross when you think about it, but I sometimes I just need the taste of regular dairy milk, so that's weird. Yeah, well, here I am. You know, some of our internal digestive systems can't handle it. And I, I like 85% of all Asians. 85% of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. A lot of people can't handle it. Talk about really wanting um, people not to drink dairy milk. It's like, oh, by the way, you'll experience dizziness, possible vomiting, definitely nausea. And oh, weird constipation. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it. I won't we'll do stick, it. We'll just stick to... <laughs> I don't even want to drink almond milk lately, but I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Sorry. The second anyway. thing... The second thing that happens that's really fun uh, is that Wiccan is like... Agatha is... <clears throat> excuse me, while she's with the boys. Agatha's like, what do you guys like about Westview? And the boys are like... Oh, this place is great. It's quiet. That was about her house. They like her, her house. house. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "You're quiet, Agatha." And she's like, "What do you mean?" Like, "Oh, <laughs> inside you." Yeah. <laughs> and then something weird happens, and then we get reference like to me after that, the reference became the television references became more horror television, which is what we we never saw, we never really saw horror television until the 2000s which is amazing but then we get references to American Horror Story uh, Stranger Things, that kind of thing but anyway, they're not strong references but if we're going to place them we'll do that Um, and then the boys uh, you don't see much of Agatha and the boys after that, it cuts back to Wanda who's experiencing all this weirdness eventually Vision 
leaves Darcy when he's when he realizes he doesn't have to be part of the television show. He could just fly, yeah, back home and leaves Darcy in the funnel cake truck. Yeah, <laughs> she's like. Well, also too, while all this is happening, um, mm-hmm. Monica and Jimmy are getting like testing out this new equipment and trying to get into the bubble the as well. Yeah, yeah. The hex. The B plot. Yeah. An event- <laughs> the B- it, I mean, it is. It's the B plot. Yeah. <laughs> but it does it does um eventually converge when um you know they try to get this this big uh land terrain vehicle through the hex. It's it's not working and so Monica just decides I'm just gonna go for it and she does and what happens when she crosses into the hex? Full mutate well, I don't want to use the word mutation, but full I mean, I guess maybe Darcy used the word mutation earlier to describe herself, but basically yeah. what, what's happening is Monica Rambo now has powers. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, we all know that, um, oh my God, Fo- it's not, she has like spectrum. three different names. Yeah. Spectrum. Photon, yeah. Pulsar, yeah. or Spectrum. So, And then also Captain Marvel. At, that's Eventually. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder, um, Sorry, the 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 all-terrain vehicle that they try to drive through obviously doesn't make it through. It halfway turns into like a Plymouth a, a Voyager station wagon That's or great, something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Monica is like, "I can do it," and Jimmy's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." Okay, so she runs through it. She runs through it, and you see her. Her eyes glow. She is um, disrupted on a molecular level, mm-hmm. um, and her origin is that she's bombarded by extra dimensional energy. So, I mean, it could be argued that this is that extra dimensional energy yep. that originally mm-hmm. gave Monica Rambo her superpowers. That's I th- why I was I think, ki- yeah. yeah, that's why I was kind of hesitant to use the word mutated. I was like, "Oh, no, I don't know if that's the right language because this could be like you said, this could be extra dimensional. This could be magical based we don't know yet so mm-hmm. right and i i feel like you might be right with that especially with the um the commercial in between the nexus commercial the nexus commercial yeah. and nexus mm-hmm. is that gateway to um, other realities as it said <laughs> yeah in the in the comics it is i think it's guarded by oh i'm going to get it wrong i just know it swamp thing or is that DC? That's DC. That sounds DC-ish. So it's a man thing. So it's man yeah. thing then. <laughs> they're they're the exact same character, and they have have the almost the exact same name. I always swap the two. Um, so it would be really interesting to see if that's pos- a possible setup for, um, maybe not in Wandavision, but having maybe in like Doctor Strange or something. They have to to get to another dimension. They've got to go visit. Uh, man thing that'd be really fun so, something else i actually didn't know until um uh i was talking to my friend about this but apparently uh scarlet witch herself is a nexus in the comics oh <gasps> she is a nexus herself she is her, a nexus herself her ability to like she has so much power and can alter reality so much that she can open doors to other ones apparently i don't i don't know i haven't done that research myself but apparently in the comics in some books she is a nexus like a doorway herself so that could also be why agatha is like toying with her 
Yeah, Stuart, someone has been making the comparisons that the woman, the woman is the same in every single commercial. And they're, they're saying if you watch or rewatch and you place um, Wanda in that woman, if, if you switch Wanda, it mm-hmm. like it's like a parallel. And I'm, I just Googled mm-hmm. Wanda is a nexus and all of all of it is fan theories about her being is it yeah yeah uh, comparing her to the nexus commercial and it's about her being an extra dimension um and that's why she's in the next doctor strange movie Mm, totally it yeah it is called the multiverse of madness so I, i definitely uh can see her i mean even in the comics though she is uh she is steven's like uh like Protégé. apprentice yeah. yeah yeah so the two of them teaming up i think would be super fun doctor strange is fun in the movies but i feel like he does need somebody to bounce off of i think he would work really well with somebody like uh scarlet witch so i'm hoping that yeah. she becomes like a bigger player in um possibly in his movie mm-hmm. yeah because like sorcerer it's just another fancy word for witch yep <sighs> yeah and like Anyway, I mean, Agatha's a witch. She's a mutant witch, whatever you call that, Mm. honestly. So, I'll just say, so speaking of Agatha, so once Mm -hmm. uh, Monica does get her powers, uh, we cut to Monica arriving at Wanda's house. And there is an altercation there where people are called lies, people are called sus, you know, people are just, like, (laughs) accused, right? And um, Agnes sees this through the window. And it looks a little disapprovingly, but like Catherine Hahn's like facial expressions are perfect. They're just little she's micro. Fantastic. Oh, she's so good. Yeah. Um, and so she comes out and breaks up the altercation. Yeah. Well, not physically, but she gets involved and she takes Wanda away and brings Wanda to her house, to, uh, to Agnes's house. And that's when we get, I think, the biggest occurrence of this episode, which is she sits Wanda down, makes Wanda some tea. And Wanda all of a sudden remembers she has twins, and she's like, "Where are the boys?" She's the, they're half-eaten peanut butter and jelly crusts there, and Agnes is like, "Oh, I think they're like playing downstairs," and that's when we really transition into that that television horror genre. She goes downstairs, sees this gorgeously atmospheric basement, by the way, just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the transition too, like just from like you know an old home to like this more nefarious temple-based basement. Oh, so good. Um, goes downstairs and realizes there's a, a temple, basically, or a, a, like an altar. <clears throat> I mean, I guess I'm going to call it under Agnes's house. And there's there's some worshiping items, perhaps. Um, <laughs> there's some imagery there. And then Ag- uh, Agatha, or sorry, Agnes at this point, goes down there, confronts Wanda, and says that she is, in fact, Agatha Harkness, debuted in 1970. Um, and... <laughs> And then she places Wanda under some sort of mind control. Something. We don't know what. Sorry, Josh, were you going to say something? Uh, yeah, it, it possibly like a mind control. Or it, she could just be showing her, like opening up her eyes almost to be like, look, I've been here the whole time. Which is which leads us into the next scene, which is right. the hilarious and just so campy um, play on the monsters called Agatha all along where you see her in each decade. So just, <laughs> oh my God. She, she is going to become 
an inadvertent gay icon from this role. It is so campy <laughs> that it's I I'm telling you, the gays are gonna love Catherine Hahn and Wanda and WandaVision. Oh, I am excited to see just like the themed drag shows. Oh um, yeah. Where they th- where they all end with everyone throwing their head back and cackling into the ether, like or saying that- like, "Oh, and I killed Sparky too." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Sparkies. She has a lot of like her Agnes characters were so great. You could have whole parties, like whole theme parties, the way that they have Bill Murray's now. Agnes so. through the decades. Yeah, that would be. Oh man. Yeah, Catherine Hahn is an icon. She's yeah. fantastic. I think honestly, she's genuinely the best part about this show. I, oh, yeah. I yeah. love her character in every single episode she's in. She she does such a great job of capturing the the vibe of each decade, and while also being like hilarious and like wicked and twisted and genuinely scary i mean even before the reveal there were times where you just got like a little hint of that and yeah. it was off-putting mm-hmm. while still being charming and like having that smile on her face it's fantastic yeah i really really love her uh, yeah I, they... I was gonna say i read an article that said elizabeth olsen should get all of the emmy awards that they don't give to katherine hahn yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because like katherine hahn's so good in this yeah. yeah like they really um we had these suspicions and thoughts and then we watched the halloween episode and our mm-hmm. fears about her were kind of like or our theories about uh, Agatha or Agnes or Agatha, whatever, were kind of squashed, right? When you see right. her in Vision and Vision yeah. snaps her snaps her out of it and she pretends. It Which, turns I'm out- so glad they showed that scene in the her little Agatha yeah. all along opening because that was the point last week. Jolie, you and I talked about that and I was like, yeah. I thought we had it figured out, but it, sound, it sounded like Agnes was under the spell last week. So I'm like, what the heck? But I'm glad yeah. they showed her just camp it up in the rear view mirror like check her teeth or her hair whatever then like so look at great. the camera and yeah. then like turn to vision it was just so good <laughs> so also too i i also rewatched uh the episode this morning and um when she's in the director's chair and she's like the one that's filming um scarlet witch wanda when uh when she's doing the interview for like the current episode yeah uh she is also the one it's actually Catherine Hahn's voice at the beginning of the episode where she says something like she don't you feel nervous. don't you feel bad don't you feel selfish about this so yeah. I, I love that that they had her at the beginning I obviously didn't recognize it because she's doing like a funny voice but mm-hmm. re-watching it it's like <laughs> that's 100% her yeah so great so, yeah in my handy notes I actually wrote that down because I was like, this is something we could actually talk about, you know, <clears throat> besides comparing uh, the last episodes or our theories, whatever. Mm-hmm. But seriously, like she so she actually says, do you think this is she says to Wanda, do you think this is what you deserve? One, right. it's really cool that they used um, used like a season three office thing where like you actually hear the voice of the camera crew mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. that it was really jarring to to hear it happen in the office because you just accepted it mm-hmm. and then um 
it was a really great way to use uh, it's not a technique of to use something that is concurrently happening in television uh, what the what the hell do you even call that um, to topical? use is it topical? No. I'll keep talking and maybe the actual word will come to somebody. But it's like they used that to reveal to us uh, that there is in fact somebody else pulling the strings. This whole time we're being made to think that it was uh, Wanda, right? Yeah. So, so Wanda, like they even, Darcy even told us, well, that's not in frame Wanda's editing it out because she only everything that you see in the television show is only what Wanda wants us to see when in fact it is actually we're only seeing what Agatha wants us to see yeah right mm-hmm. so technically because we're technically still seeing vision we're seeing Darcy we're seeing everybody else who's in Westview mm-hmm. um, and then this uh, the <laughs> Honestly, using television to mirror, uh, using t- television to mirror their reality, to kind of reflect back on us, it's it's like meta meta. Mm-hmm. Um, and they use the way that television is now, or the way that comedies are now, to show us the truth about Westview. You thought it was Wanda, but no, it really is a whole other crew, Agatha, giving you. Um, giving you this show every week and it, it was I was like I don't know who to give these I don't know who to send flowers to I don't know who to like <laughs> send a, like a new puppy to but somebody give these writers like a treat like what what is it they deserve that they if all that... else fails send to Evan Peters first of all That's, please yeah yeah Oh, sorry. Which, by the way, we, we, I mean, we barely talked about Evan Peters, but he does actually show up in a credit scene <clears throat> here. Uh, Monica Rambo's snooping around uh, Agatha's house, and mm-hmm. she finds a crawl space. And I, I actually had to re- rewatch this scene again, because uh, the first time I watched it, she opens the crawl space, and she sees, like, the, the purple tree trunk, you know, roots into the cellar. Um, and then she turns around and she sees Evan Peters. Evan Peters says, Snooper's going to snoop, which, you know, means he's in on it <clears throat> in some capacity. But I watched it again this morning, and when Monica opens the cellar doors, her eyes turn purple, too. Yeah, I had to I double-take there, but when she opens the uh, cellar doors to look inside, Monica's mm-hmm. eyes automatically turn purple. <sighs> yeah. Um, it could be because her powers are seeing things like on different spectrums. So it she's might seeing be, the energy. She might be you. Her eyes might have turned purple to see the energy of the magic, and oh. that's maybe maybe the branches aren't actually glowing purple, but she uses her powers to see the magic running through them. Well, that would make sense because when Scarlet Witch saw them or Wanda saw them briefly earlier, they were not we, glowing right. purple. They right. were just tr- like roots, mm-hmm. right? So, that's really cool, though. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it could be that uh, Agatha is doing something to Monica, but I have a feeling it might be her using her powers, mm-hmm. right? So, oh, what did I... so as always that we talk about every week, what's Evan mm-hmm. Peters doing? <laughs> right? What's going on with Evan Peters? Because 
do we do we think he's brought in from a different reality? Do we think this I is just not. some sort of? You think you don't? Yeah, yeah. I know you probably don't want him to be acknowledge the X Men universe, the Fox Men universe. I, I I don't want him to be the only Fox character that they bring over. Yeah. If that makes okay. sense, I I hope that that if they if they're if he is Quicksilver from another universe, I hope that they bring in a bunch of the characters that they want to keep going on, rather than just the one. I feel like. I feel like just bringing him over might feel weird and then completely recasting the rest of the X-Men. That's a good mm-hmm. point. So I, good point. I feel like they're either building up to either an X-Men Disney Plus show that they've kept secret or a movie possibly and they're going to bring them over mm-hmm. or this is just kind of like a fun nod. Um, but I also but, hope it's not the fun nod though. That's the thing. It's like It's kind of meta casting. But. Yeah, I I hope that I wouldn't mind him like Evan Peters staying in the MCU if they like explain that oh this was never Quicksilver the entire time this was never Peter or Pietro, um, and he's maybe another character or possibly like one of Agatha's like goons or slaves like or something like that that she's using to manipulate, but because mm-hmm. I do really like Evan Peters he is a more compelling Quicksilver. I mean, we didn't get a whole lot of uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's version, no. so I guess it's hard to say, but he was always, like, the best parts of the the X-Men movies, the newer ones, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, like, I've been reading more about Agatha Harkness, um, mostly to kind of um, see what, mm-hmm. what they're drawing from the source material for this show, and part of, like part of me is kind of hoping one that we get way more of Agatha Harkness which means we'll get more Catherine Hahn but mm-hmm. I also read um, so she does have a tie to Fantastic Four and I think it would be correct in assuming that this is probably this character might be how uh, they negotiate bringing the Fantastic Four into this wider universe but she has a son named Nicholas Scratch and in in our little um, uh, monsters reference montage that we get of Agatha, we see um, behind uh, from the when the episode where um, Evan Peters is revealed, we see behind him, and right. he part of him is that purple magical purple color. Smoke, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's either she's a recreation. Sorry, uh, he's a recreation or a figment of something that Wanda or not Wanda that Agatha has created or maybe she's Ag- he's Agatha's son which would be cool but like he's not really used there's not re- he doesn't really have a big role in um from what i see in in any kind of storyline mm. he's just part he's just her son oh gotcha yeah part of me wants him uh part of me a lot of me is like no they're, they are acknowledging the Fox universe. Agatha is a weird way of them with, for them to acknowledge the Fox universe. Um, and she's using, or she may just know that there are two Pietros. In my mind, there are two. She's got, she has one and she's pulled him into, I'm assuming that they are assuming that this is Earth 616. And that they'll maybe refer to the Fox universe as some other Earth. 
but somehow yeah. she's yeah somehow she's pulled this Pietro who's still alive and well into this universe right because you see him with the other X-Men in the background of the Deadpool movie so he, right. they're all alive somewhere true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, it is confirmed that Ryan Reynolds will be back for Deadpool in the MCU. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you you know he's gonna comment on this, <laughs> right? <laughs> like in the movie, you know oh, Deadpool's yeah. gonna say something about in this. In some like fishy, disgusting way, but honestly, it's like he can't. I just I can't just let Evan Peters live in my dreams every night. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for us. I mean, it's not hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um, you know I like I'd like to see him do his thing on television yeah. it'd be really sad if he left he's a really good part of the show well I think we're at least guaranteed one more episode with him I think because of that end credit scene he'll definitely be present mm-hmm. in some form next week which you know I'll take it as a small victory I guess mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think that it's funny because by the end of this episode obviously we joke and we talk a lot about Evan Peters but we do have a lot of questions still going into these last two episodes which I think again is great I think you know I mean I'm sure like like myself I'm sure you guys have watched so much TV across during COVID like just so much and I've, I've come across so many series where the first half you know is built as a mystery and it's so intriguing and by the end of it it just kind of unravels in a way that you're like eh, I don't know you know, like with this show, though, with WandaVision, I, I still have questions going into episode eight and nine. And I like that, you know, yeah, like mm-hmm. I and I, I could just think of a, an example right now, like um, the show on Crave slash HBO Max called The Flight Attendant. Great first half, really good first half. And then by the end of it, you're like, there's a tonal shift and like some of the, the answers aren't as exciting as you expected. And it's like, oh, that it's just that, you know, so but like with WandaVision, we're still getting we're still getting these surprises like and you know we haven't even touched upon the fact really that you know when uh, Wanda is down in in uh, Agatha's altar layer in the basement there's a lot of devil imagery so I still think regardless of what's going on that I don't think maybe Agatha is the primary villain for WandaVision but I think she is working for someone yeah I I completely agree I was that's what I was gonna say is I I'm not I'm still unclear of Agatha's motives like she has been revealed to be the villain but we've never seen her before we don't know her backstory in the MCU so we don't really know what she's up to and I have a feeling that she is trying to possibly like uncover some sort of evil entity possibly from another dimension or from the hell dimension i mean we see this glowing book as well in in the basement and i'm assuming it's the dark hold um, probably uh we have seen the dark hold in runaways um it was like a big story point in that show oh, and it's yeah. technically part of the mcu but i i mean i don't it didn't really do well it got canceled after the second season so I think that they they might possibly wipe that clean and just say it's not part of the MCU anymore um, and still bring in the Darkhold. But uh, there's also the Fly. Um, Fly, yeah. And Mephisto, originally in the comics, showed up as a fly. And yeah. he was a literal fly for like a, a, for a while and was like, waiting 
I guess. <laughs> like, right. I think, like a I think, fly on the wall. Right. <laughs> well, in in the show, he in in WandaVision, it comes. It looks like a cicada, but I actually think that's that's maybe even more appropriate because of like the the biblical implications of that, like swarm of locusts, you know, right. like stuff like that. So I that's what actually I took away from it. But you're right. It could be. It could be that they just the the MCU just kind of tweaked it a little bit just to try and maybe keep people guessing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the um, weeks weekends of speculating that Mephisto has anything to do with the storyline, I think, are coming to a head to be correct. Like, mm-hmm. um, it would make sense for the boys to have disappeared because in the comics. In the source, in the source material, they the boys were reabsorbed. They were created from parts of Mephisto's soul. Mephisto, yeah. yeah. So it would make sense if Mephisto, like he did in the comics, reabsorbed them and they disappeared, uh, because they were part of the dimensional magic that was right. Um, well, that would explain where the boys went. They were they went in the basement, all right. <laughs> yeah, They're part it, of a it's so strange. Thing. I feel like part of the hex is still Wanda, mm-hmm. and some of it is Agatha. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I, I definitely think that Wanda created the hex and brought Vision back, but I feel like Agatha has been almost pulling the strings behind the scenes. Like she's been manipulating Wanda the entire time. So there's definitely something that she needs from from Wanda. I, it's it's not just her wanting revenge and wanting to kill her because she would have just done that already, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like this whole time she's been trying to do something or trying to unlock something. So I still think it's possible that the kids are from Wanda. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a possibility, but... Yeah. Uh, Mephisto would be really interesting. I I don't think Mephisto is going to be the villain of WandaVision. Me neither. Um, no. But I think he could definitely be introduced in the show or brought into the world through WandaVision. And it they they have said that WandaVision leads directly into Doctor Strange. Like the the ending of WandaVision is like the beginning of Doctor Strange. <clears throat> so. They're supposed to connect uh, extremely well. So I, Mephisto could be the villain of Doctor Strange, and they're kind of connecting connecting it that way. Or do we think Mephisto's going to be a long, overarching villain, kind of like how Thanos was in the first three phases? That would be pervasive, really cool. You know, I, I think that they said Kang the Conqueror is going to be the next Thanos. Oh, okay. But I, would, I think I would prefer Mephisto. I feel like Kang is very close already to Thanos mm-hmm. and Mephisto just has that he he's the devil he's he's the MC he's Marvel Comics version of the devil so yeah. just to have that like pure evil sinister villain where mm-hmm. Thanos had like motives Kang as well was just trying to learn and it's really just both Kang is just about pitting these guys like these people against each other for fun mm-hmm. um, Mephisto I think would be such a better overarching villain yeah, yeah, because right. yeah. It, one, he would be. Two, it would just be better to get a villain as well that it seems like it's hopeless. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we already, the way that I look at Wanda, and it was just in that fight with when her and Monica are going to throw down in the front yard, I was like, oh, Monica's fucked. 
Yeah. Maybe they both are. <laughs> because, like, she's, she's like, um, it's not omnipowered, whatever the term is for her, her type of mutant. Omega. Oh, um, yeah, she's like an yeah. Omega yeah. level mutant, I think. Yeah. And, uh, She's going to one if she if she does have a throwdown with Monica, it might destroy the whole reality. And I think, like part of on that note, I think the the glitches in the Matrix are showing us that Wanda is losing control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. And that's also yeah. why I think Monica. Uh, uh, Wanda is still the one that made the hex. I don't think it's all Agatha because, again, Agatha is not losing losing control. It's Wanda, and Wanda is the one that's seeing the glitches and trying to fix them. So, mm-hmm. um, again, I think it's Agatha kind kind of like pulling the strings, leading Wanda in a certain direction to get what she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so another big thing too, though, is uh, Paul Bettany has come out and said that. He's worked with an actor that he's always wanted to work with before. I saw um, that, and I, it's I'm a, hoping. Sorry, go ahead. I totally Gary cut you Oldman? off. <laughs> Gary sorry? Oldman is in the MCU. No, I'm kidding. I always. Oh. Said, I think um, everyone wants to work with Gary. I have a guess, but I'll let you go first, Josh. I, I think it's going to be Al Pacino. I think wow. Al Pacino is going to play Mephisto. Wow, that's a. <gasps> That's Year, a yes. <laughs> years ago, Al Pacino has said, I want to work with Marvel. He said in an, in, a, in an interview, I want to work with Marvel. And then later on, he said, yeah, I talked to Kevin Feige. And he was he wanted to be in Guardians, I believe it was. But after talking to Kevin, they decided that he would be better off at doing a different role in the MCU. And how amazing would it be to have Al Pacino as the literal devil? <laughs> That's I have heard I have heard a different actor, and based on um, Agatha or Agnes constantly referencing her husband Ralph, um, being <gasps> Ralph Fiennes oh, who plays Lord Voldemort. That would be really cool. Also, again, I don't. I don't know though, and like I, I don't even know if we're gonna see an actor play Mephisto in Wandavision. I don't even know if we're just gonna hear his name. True. So, but, but Paul, but again, like you said, yeah. Paul Bettany said he got to work with someone, so that makes me believe Mephisto will show up in some small capacity. Yeah, I'm just in my mind. I'm just like giddily, um, <laughs> joying over the idea that there's like, um, that that is out there, and two that there's like all kinds of like fan, uh, YouTube writers just combing over every mm-hmm. Paul Bettany interview in existence because you yeah. know he said it you know he said it to somebody and it's mm-hmm. out there yeah and it's probably Al Pacino oh my god okay I think I think it could be so so good because I think yeah. people were saying they want they were, were originally looking or it was rumored that he was going to play ego at one point, Al Pacino, oh. but I think that if yeah, if if it's still true that they want him to be somebody in the MCU for a different role, mm-hmm. Mephisto would be so fun. Jesus. That'd be so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. And Sorry, just imagine, I'm... I just imagine that like Al Pacino showing up in WandaVision, 
<laughs> like it's it would already be crazy enough for him to show up in a Marvel movie, but like a Marvel streaming service TV it show. Would be, it would be the biggest gag of 2021. Already, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy how um, well done this show is. It's on par with the movies. Honestly, I think that this is more creative than most oh, of the yeah. MCU. There's there's so much fun happening mm-hmm. in this show. The the creativeness of like making it an actual like sitcom through the years and have all this like weird twisted magic and it being a mystery on top of that, trying to figure out what's going on. It's so fun. I I don't think there's ever been anything like this in the MCU. Like even no. going into the movie, into a movie, I'm like, okay, I kind of know roughly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the last time they did something like this that made everyone confused in film, I feel like it was like Christopher Nolan's Inception, where it was highly anticipated and then that it happened, mm-hmm. and then people were just so weirded out by it. But even still, even this is better than that. Like this trumps that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Inception would have been a great TV show miniseries instead of a movie. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. But give it some room to breathe. But anyways, yeah. off topic. Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> now my mind Tangent. is somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? Um, do you, okay. You know how you said if you did Al Pacino, it would be like, you know, dogs walking on the highlands backwards eating hamburgers? Right. Um. <laughs> What if it was Leonardo DiCaprio? <gasps> that would be great. Homeboy oh never God. does TV. Oh, that would be a good one. He also doesn't really do like blockbuster. Not artsy. Yeah, he doesn't really yeah. do blockbusters. I, I think maybe Inception. Yeah, would be I the last it, blockbuster. Even if even if you could consider that a blockbuster. Yeah, I think it. He I, he only. I would say he just does uh, big directors. And that's it. There's big directors, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Scorsese and... Yeah. Baz Luhrmann. James Cameron. Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. He just works with the heavy hitters. Hey, man, he's a guy that knows his... His worth. ...pocketbook mm-hmm. and his audience and his worth. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. But could you imagine? Again, do you know what? My brother-in-law said it to me, and it was just one of those things that I just didn't think of. And then when I thought about it, I was like, you know, you're right. And it's something that we touched on just a little bit, maybe a lot, um, in the last episode of Full Volume was that we're seeing <laughs> traditional film actors on television. Something mm-hmm. that we've never, uh, something that streaming services have opened up the door to. And it's kind of blurring the lines now. Now that we just don't go to theaters anymore and could potentially never set foot in a theater again it's really changing the landscape of what Hollywood looks like and how it creates. And I think Mm -hmm. this is, I personally, it's like, it's for the better for me. I would rather, I'm just sitting downstairs in front of like a 62 inch television with a bowl of popcorn, not listening to some asshole, like chew and swallow really loudly and thinking, Mm the last thing oh, do you know what I do want to be in a movie theater again Never I was going to say I love the movies it's like my favorite I thing to do, to do is go to the movie the, theater the last thing, here's the thing the last thing I did before we were locked away in our homes that's true I went to a movie and Josh yep. was there do you yeah. remember that oh I remember we, we were sitting in the theater thinking should we 
be here? Yeah. Is this something we should be doing? Eh. Yeah. Let's watch Vin Diesel do his thing. Yeah, we wouldn't watch. <laughs> no, sorry, I almost called it Bloodsport. Bloodshot. Yeah. We. It's almost our Bloodshot anniversary, Josh. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, you know what? I I say it, but. Hopefully the first thing they clean up once they make movies again, hopefully the first thing they clean up for us once we all get vaccinated is those movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also going to be vaccine sites, apparently. Movie theaters? The actual, like, brick-and-mortar buildings, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cineplex is offered for the, the movie theaters uh, buildings to be vaccine sites. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. It wild... actually kind of endears me to them. Yeah. It's like they, they know. They know. Speaking of we, things we that know their this. worth. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we want audiences back no matter yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. I'm just thinking of those. Wow. Okay. You can have popcorn and vaccination. And a Pfizer shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll get the Pfizer combo, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Moderna, the Moderna co- combo comes with a free R2D2 topper. <laughs> choices it's not so much about your health it's about the add-in that they uh they right. give you <laughs> i bought those things <sighs> if this was I... if i was in my old apartment there'd be like i had the r2d2 like popcorn bucket mm-hmm. like that big 50 oh, you got bucket. that one That's oh awesome. you bet your sweet ass i did and uh-huh. every night um every opportunity i could i brought that thing for refills amazing and i filled it with popcorn at home <laughs> fantastic do you guys do you guys want to know what i do instead of popcorn buckets now that we're not going to the movies anymore you're both wearing hoodies right now i turn my hoodie the opposite way <laughs> and i fill the hoodie with popcorn in front of me like a trough that's you don't even have to use your hand you can have I, like I can chocolate literally... bar can of yeah. coke and you just like popcorn yeah drink this one is it's amazing so bad. It gets savage. Like, <laughs> do, do it. I mean, it? you're gonna have to like line it with like paper towel or something because oh. of the butter. But because mm. I'm like, girl, get into it. Yeah, she she is a snack who likes a snack. I, <laughs> I don't know if I could get this buttery. You could just well, you have to bowl. do it with the hoodie you're not like in love with or something. You, you could like, put the you're bowl gonna have in to... the hoodie. Oh, yeah. a bowl. Okay. Yeah, you could put. The <laughs> we're bowl not. In the we're not animals here <laughs> yeah yeah you could line the hoodie with a bowl actually that's a great idea yeah isn't that sad that i'm like i'm not even thinking about the like popcorn in a bowl in the hood i'm like oh it just goes straight in there this is the bowl <laughs> no, you turn around yeah <laughs> you know i could see you doing that yeah it's very on brand <laughs> very, very on brand um does uh does Wilbur Marie also partake? Is it, it's uh, like easier he bags. For... Oh. He bags, but I don't want meat, popcorn. He's got a bad stomach. Oh. He's old. <laughs> yeah. What about your dogs? Do they eat popcorn, Josh? Oh, they love popcorn. Oh. Yeah, they go crazy for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it, guys. Is that it for yeah. us? That's also, you could really use that popcorn segment for another cold open, by the way. That right there is yeah. just... Oh. Do you know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just take that. Put it at the front. I'm going to take it. Put it at the front. Drop in the music. And then they can hear it twice. Because that's just gold. Wait. Maybe <laughs> this is the cold open. 
It's a cold open of a cold open. <laughs> it's very on brand. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, we're geniuses. We're geniuses. Genius. So, uh, should I stop recording though? No, because we haven't oh. done the outro yet. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Say, are, it's just gonna it's just gonna finish like that. No, because we have to tell we have to tell the listeners one where to send their hate mail, because that's the only kind of hate mail I want. I, look, I still want photos of Evan Peters. Yeah, not, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. So if you want to, okay. Please send us your hate mail. Please send us your Evan Peters photo galleries. You know what? Please send us your Ray Fiennes photo galleries. Um, <laughs> your theories, your speculations. Tell send us me what your we got. Al Pacino photo galleries, oh, please. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Al Pacino, I would only want Al Pacino, but like, I want an Al Pacino on. fan cam, please. Because <laughs> who doesn't love a sil- the silverest daddy? Uh. <laughs> just a mafioso anyway um where, so where was can I? we send this to oh thank you i'm yeah. glad you asked <laughs> uh, it's full volume pod at gmail.com you can reach out to us on twitter at comic syndicate hashtag full full volume pod um you could send a carrier pigeon you could send mm. it by fox um, we don't have faxes because ain't no one had that shit for years. Um, no. Have you ever worked in a place where they had fax? It is just weird. Anyway. No. Um, yeah. Uh, tweet yeah. us. Blah, 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 blah. Instagram. I guess we're on Instagram as well. At Comic Book Syndicate. Um, hashtag full volume pod. Listen to us now. Vol- uh, <laughs> la, la, la. My brain is like shutting off. It needs more coffee. Um, you can listen to us now uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, our episodes drop every Sunday. Um, I make sure that they go up real early, as we said before. Um, I think right now we're running one episode behind. Um, I, our release schedule now is Saturday, Sunday, until we're caught up. And now that Marvel has announced a full year's slate of um, shows, we'll probably be coming to you every week. We might not be talking about WandaVision, but we'll be talking about something marvelous. Marvelous. So, mm-hmm. I'd like <laughs> to thank our special guest, Joshua Marvell. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was fun. Oh, so good. Um, and I mean, do you have any parting words, Brent? I... I was just gonna. I mean, you you've echoed all my statements. I mean, you got us covered on the social media. You got us covered on the Spotify, the Spotty. You got us covered <laughs> on YouTube. I think I think we got everything covered, guys. I think everybody knows how to reach us. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to talk next week because I'm sure next week is gonna be a real barn burner. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. So until next time, I've been your host, Jai Jolie. You I'm have Harvey been... Brandt. Keep it loud. Keep it loud. Keep it full. Turn up to 11. <laughs> Turn up to 11. You know what? We're, we're trying things. Whatever. Yeah. Works in progress. Bye. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.